This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville will be touring the state of Alabama with the Alabama Commissioner of Agriculture, Rick Pate. The two men will hold public hearings for citizens, and those hearings will be held starting August 1st and 2nd. Tuberville will be talking about the upcoming 2023 Farm Bill, and the senator wants to hear the concerns of farmers in this state. Commissioner Pate told 1819 News that he expects to hear certain concerns coming from the farming community, which involve commodities, infrastructure, processing, prices, and federal subsidization. Pate also revealed how very little the actual Farm Bill of 2023 is devoted to the process of farming. Instead, he says the budget for food nutrition programs takes up 83% of that plan. Pate says there are plenty of farmers out there growing food. It's the processing and handling that is delaying it from getting into the hands and mouths of those who want it. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore says he's relieved about the new congressional map that was passed by the Alabama legislature. Moore says despite his congressional district being changed, he still believes he'll find common ground with the new voters that are brought on board, whether they are minority voters or not. Moore's district would lose four of the counties and gain three others. Moore spoke about it to WTVY News. It didn't bother me. I was actually relieved when I saw the map. Our plan is to continue to serve the people and let them make a choice on who they want to hire. Moore has been ranked as the most conservative member of the Alabama delegation by CPAC in their recent April report from this year. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth is calling for new leadership within the Alabama Department of Transportation and is also expressing frustration over Interstate 65 in particular. Ainsworth did so by tweeting out a photo on social media that came from a friend who was stuck on that interstate due to the traffic jams. Ainsworth says that ALDOT continues to spend money and effort on other lesser road projects than this main connector highway to the metro areas throughout the state, Huntsville, Birmingham, Montgomery, and Mobile. Ainsworth says ALDOT needs a new plan, new priorities, and new leadership. Meanwhile, the charges of harassment that have been issued against ALDOT Director John Cooper will go to a bench trial, which starts on August 2nd. A state lawmaker who offered a school choice bill in the 2023 regular session is now reacting to recent statements coming from Governor Ivey. This past weekend on Alabama Public Television, Governor Ivey announced that she is working on a school choice bill for 2024 that involves education savings accounts and that she wants Alabama to be the most school choice friendly state in the nation. State Representative Ernie Yarbrough offered a school choice bill in the Alabama House, and he says he's happy to hear that the governor is prioritizing this issue, especially after being so silent on the issue during the 2023 legislative session. Yarbrough maintains that parents should have a hand on the financial steering wheel of their child's education through education savings accounts. And he also said that so far he's not seen any details from this bill that the governor is working on. The University of Alabama at Birmingham announces the first successful live birth to a mother who first underwent a uterus transplant at the same hospital. Mallory underwent a uterus transplant after having a rare syndrome of being born without one. Mallory thanked the doctors at a press conference earlier this week that was held by all the doctors who took part in this program. He always made me smile, but more importantly, he made me feel confident that everything was going well and under control. And most importantly, thank you for... safely delivering my baby. A Dale County judge is still deliberating over the Coley McCraney case. Attorneys for McCraney presented their arguments last week for a new trial, claiming that juror misconduct was the reason. 
Earlier this year, that jury found McCraney guilty of the 1999 murders of two teenage girls, J.B. Beasley and Tracy Hallett. If a new trial is denied by the judge, the attorneys for McCraney could appeal to the Alabama Criminal Court. McCraney has since reported to prison to start serving his life sentence. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a tentative agreement has been reached between the Teamsters Union and UPS Management. If the agreement goes forward, it will likely avert a strike in package deliveries throughout the nation by the 340,000-person strong union. The agreement is a result of negotiations that occurred this past Tuesday. An issue regarding payment of part-time workers appears to have been resolved. UPS Chief Executive Officer Carol Tomei called it a win-win agreement that will benefit the Teamsters Union, employees, UPS, and customers, and will lead the way in the shipping industry. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has made a major shift in talking about the impeachment of President Joe Biden. McCarthy spoke extensively about it on Fox News this past Monday night after the New York Post wrote about how Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer, was going to verify to the House Oversight Committee sometime next week that Joe Biden had been included on dozens of phone calls where Hunter was making deals with foreign entities. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. Hannity, this is rising to the level of impeachment inquiry, which provides Congress the strongest power to get the rest of the knowledge and information needed. Because this president has also used something we have not seen since Richard Nixon, used the weaponization of government to benefit his family and deny Congress the ability to have the oversight. The latest revelations from the media as well as the House Oversight Committee about the $10 million coming from Burisma in Ukraine has also convinced fellow Democrat and presidential primary challenger Robert Kennedy Jr. that the impeachment process is a necessary next step. RFK Jr. spoke about it on Fox Business with host Maria Bartiromo. There's an actual conversation underway about impeaching Joe Biden because of this. You know that. I have avoided criticizing the president because, I, I, you know, I'm trying to bring people together and end some of the um, the vitriol, the poison that's made uh, politics so, so poisonous. Well, corruption so is personal. corruption. We don't want corruption in government. But, but you're right. And I think, though, the issues that are now coming up are worrying enough that we really need a real investigation of, of what happened. I mean, these, these revelations about the, you know, that where you have Burisma, um, which is a you know, this notoriously corrupt company that paid out apparently $10 million to to the hunter and his dad. If that's true, then it is really troubling. A Florida scholar, who also happens to be black, is pushing back at claims made by Vice President Kamala Harris during a speech. Harris said that school curriculum in Florida teaches that slavery has some positive benefits. Adults know what slavery really involved. It involved rape. It involved torture. It involved taking a baby from their mother. So in the context of that, how is it that anyone could suggest that in the midst of these atrocities, that there was any benefit to being subjected to this level of dehumanization? Dr. William Allen took part in developing that Florida school curriculum, and he reacted to Harris's words to ABC News as well as the New York Post. The only criticism I've encountered so far is a single one that was articulated by the vice president, and which was an error. It was categorically false. It was never said that slavery was beneficial to Africans. 
what was said, and anyone who reads this will see this with clarity, it is the case that Africans proved resourceful, resilient, and adaptive, and were able to develop skills and aptitudes which served to their benefit, both while enslaved and after enslavement. The son of NBA star LeBron James has had a cardiac arrest while engaging in basketball practice at the University of Southern California. 18-year-old Bronny James had to be rushed to a hospital after collapsing during that practice. He is now in stable condition. Controversy has further erupted on social media over this whole incident after prior posts by LeBron James have been retrieved by those on social media. Those posts indicated that James and his family went forward with COVID-19 vaccines. Then Twitter owner Elon Musk fanned the flames further by posting that we cannot ascribe everything to the vaccine, but by the same token, we cannot ascribe nothing. Musk went on to post that myocarditis is a known side effect from the COVID vaccine, and the only question is whether it is rare or common. The responding posts to Elon Musk were from both sides of the spectrum. Many posted their own vaccine heart injury stories, while others lambasted Musk for causing more stress to the James family. The person on which the Sound of Freedom movie is based is now calling out the Biden administration for facilitating the trafficking of children into the hands of predators. Tim Ballard is a former agent with the Department of Homeland Security and now runs Operation Underground Railroad, which sends in rescue teams to find children that have been enslaved in sex trafficking rings. Ballard sat down and spoke with Breitbart News about how the lack of a border wall and the lack of will within the Biden administration is all it takes for sexual predators and human traffickers to flourish in their crime. Because wittingly or not, they are facilitating the trafficking of children. 85,000 children, unaccompanied minors, and the CBP data indicates thousands of them were under five years old, showed up at our southern border over the last two years and were lost. No background checks were done by the sponsors who came to get them. It's literally more difficult to adopt a cat out of a shelter than it is for a sponsor to show up and check one of these kids out and take them into the belly of the United States. And that belly is the number one consumer of child sex material in the world. That's the United States government. So this is a crisis beyond anything that I've seen, especially when it comes to children. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.